Welcome to 239 Uncensored. Everything Southwest Florida and beyond with your host, Tim Jurett. This podcast covers it all. Real talk on issues from real estate to real crime. Join the discussion on hot topics to politics. Don't get left behind. Be in the know about everything Southwest Florida and beyond. Welcome, welcome to 239 Uncensored Everything Southwest Florida and beyond. And this is going to be a great podcast. I got, I got to tell you, I got one of my heroes in here today. Extremely good friend. We get out quite often. We try to go to Twin Peaks, a little Hooters here and there. And we're going to talk a little bit about, Brandon's got cerebral palsy. I've known him since he was a real young kid. He was an explorer at Laley High School. And I was probably back then, I think I was a deputy. I got Brandon here. Brandon, uh, you're in the studio looking at me. What, what, do you, what do you think about this? How you doing, man? <laughs> are you, tell me, are you excited about coming to Naples, the oh, big city? Oh, it's awesome. Hey, I got something to tell you. Okay. You know, my name is Brandon Cardin. I like all walks on the beach. You know, you told me that we were going to get me a girlfriend. Well. I mean, come on, man. You got me under... You got me here under false pretenses, bro. You told me this was a dating show. What the hell? Hey, I only had five hundred dollars. I couldn't. I, I, I couldn't afford any more. What am I supposed to do, man? What am I supposed to do? No, but seriously, it's a pleasure being here. No, we love you. You know, we've known each other for a long time. So let's talk a little bit about how we met again. Brandon Carden. Mm-hmm. He uh, he lives in Fort Myers, and great place. And, you know, he's up there, Fort Myers, Lee County. He, he actually works for the Lee County Sheriff's Office in an in a, in a amazing capacity for their PIO group up there. But tell me a little bit about how we met, Brandon, and, you know, what, what are some things that, we, uh, that we've done in the past that we can tell people? Um, <laughs> we can tell people? That's a good, that's a good question. Um, we, uh, as you had said, we, um, I met you when I was in the Explore program. Um, we go way, way back. Um, we can talk about the fair. The fair The fair was a blast. Now, now, what, now let's just tell that little story about what happened oh, at the fair. Oh. Tell what happened at the fair now. Just give us a little rundown. Tim, Legally. Tim Durrett, Tim Durrett, the supervisor, you know, back in the day when he was a deputy. <laughs> okay? So I'm, I'm at the back gate. And I am securing the back gate and mighty fine job, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hot, sweaty, <laughs> gross, disgusting. <laughs> so I, I keep calling on the radio for for Deputy Direct to come relieve me, and I never hear from him. Right? I, I don't know where the hell where the hell he is. So a few hours later, he comes back. He comes by. I am ready to beat. I'm sunburned <laughs> to a crisp, man. How could you leave me out there, bro? I, <laughs> listen, man, it wasn't because of for the lack of love. So, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I was supervising the explorers. Yeah, we we kind of forgot you at the back 40, at the back <laughs> gate. I looked at Brandon when he came back in. I go, what happened? He goes, you guys forgot about me. Now I'm called Louie the Lobster because I'm, <laughs> I'm red. And you know, it, 
I mean, you you remember it though. That's a memory, Brandon. That's a memory. I mean, what the frig? What yeah, you, have it, you ever seen Lords of Discipline? <laughs> the movie, the book, right? the book, Lords of Discipline. That's what it's like. This is hazing, bro. This is hazing. Yeah, explore at that. So, but I remember it. That's right. It's a memory, <laughs> and and please don't tell. You know. Uh, Child protective teams. You oh, know. oh, yeah. yeah. We wouldn't want to tell them that. What's the statute of limitations <laughs> on that? No, Brandon used to be explorer for us at the sheriff's office, and he used to do a lot of the security, and he used to work at the front gate checking people for weapons and all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, we we kind of left him out there a little bit longer than he should have been. And probably, what, eight, nine hours? Uh, I don't Something know. Like that. I don't know if you got a break or not. So Brandon, Brandon was just a, uh, a big time trooper, and he just plugged through it. Tell us a little bit about yourself, and you know, you have CP. Mm-hmm. Again, another reason why you're a hero to me because you can, you know, do everything pretty much. We we have a great time. We get out, we do things. But tell us a little bit about that and what that was like. You know, when you grew up and when it all started to kind of come to fruition when you were younger. Um. So elementary school was okay, you know. Um, middle school, middle school, high school was hard because you you kind of come into your own in those years, in those formative years. Right. Um, and the issues with with social interaction between people with disabilities and the average community is more difficult for students with disabilities at that age. Right. Did you, when you went to school, I'm sure you had a lot of friends because you're just that type of guy, but did you have some situations that were, you know, uncomfortable for you when you had CP? Did kids make fun of you, bully you, that type of thing? Or was it, was it kind of something that was there? Yeah, I, um, this doesn't have to do with school very much, but I had a few um, kids down the street that lived by me that I remember would, would pick on me. And um, and things like that. Yeah, I know it's it's tough to, you know, tough to talk about it and, you know, things like that. But yeah. with with that information you bring to us and you talk to about us, that's that's some things that makes us look inside and say, hey, you know, we need to help out, be inclusive of other people. And, you know, again, that's another reason why I am just proud to have you as a friend because you you have some hurdles. But you, you know what? I'll be honest with you. I don't give you any breaks. And we have a good time with that. <laughs> Definitely not. You don't give you any breaks, bro. Yeah, not. so, no. But when I say that, I just mean, that, you know, it's just we're, we're, we're all there. But And, um, and I want to say... I was in special education throughout my um, formative years. Um, I went back, well, I graduated with what they call a special diploma. Right. Which is the state lowers the educational standards for people with disabilities and what they deem intellectual disabilities. So, and that was in 1996. And I went back and... 2011 through the um, Lee County Public School Board. I got my GED, graduated in 2013. And I've been going to school. I've been going to college. Um, since. Well, actually, before I um, got my GED, 
I went in under a special dispensation, if you will. Right. Um, and in 2001, I started my criminology um, studies. It's a, FSW. Yeah, it's an amazing path because most people, you think they get that certificate, they'd be happy with that. But to go back and get your GED, high school graduation equivalency, what a, what an accomplishment. It's, yeah. That's amazing. And, and the, thing, the thing about it is, is like, people told me my college would be impossible and things like that. And I don't know, like, this semester is really difficult because I've got <laughs> all the all the all the requirements on the back end. So it's so it's really, really difficult. Yeah, but you know, if you look at the difficulty, right? So I know we've talked about this in the past. So things that are easy aren't really well, as as worthwhile or correct. But once you bust your ass and you work hard on stuff mm-hmm. and you take those different levels and steps, it's a it's a huge you know, huge self-confidence. It, it does suck when you're sitting there trying to do this, this oh, homework. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. You know, I'm not, I'm not trying to make it. And, and you know what? To be honest with you, I didn't get my master's degree until I was I was an old bastard. So, <laughs> I mean, you still got a little ways to go. True, I mean, true. you know, you got me. You got I'm me. Little, I'm a little younger than you just by a little bit. Just by a little bit. But, no, it's good. But, no, just, just that you were able to take those levels and take them, you know, everything to a next step and never really have – you know, a situation where you're like, oh, I'm done. I, I got cerebral palsy, feel bad for me. Uh, I'm just going to live my life this way. You've always, since I've known you, tried to find ways to improve yourself. And that's like a huge, huge thing. And I also, but, you know, you also have to realize I have those days where I just, things are just, seem overwhelming a right, little bit. Right, right. But, you know, pick myself up, move forward. Um, I, I think about, I try to think about how lucky I've been. There are so many people out there with disabilities that haven't had the experience that I've had. Um, I'm lucky to work at the Lee County Sheriff's Office. I'm lucky to have you as a friend. I'm lucky to be able to go to college, do those things, jump out of airplanes, which I've done. crazy shit. Um, <laughs> I went whitewater rafting. Uh, like a year or two ago in Georgia, um, I just I have these experiences that most people never have, and I just want to be able to say that I've experienced as much as I possibly can, and that's it. You know, with the physical and the physical limitations I have, and that's like literally dropping the mic. Just don't drop these ones; they're expensive, right? <laughs> But no, but you're right. So you've been able to do that. And and I will tell you, it's a little selfish for me sometimes. I pick you up. We go out and have fun. We do some things. And when I leave, I just feel so fortunate I have you as a friend, number one. Mm-hmm. And that I feel fortunate that, you know, I'm able to try to, you know, give you a day to have a good time. Because we always laugh. We have a good time. When you call me, you're like, hey, it's been a while. Let's go. <laughs> so, I, you know, so I, I really look forward to, you know, getting out and do it. Because what happens is life gets so fast. I know. And gets so quick that, that, you know, that we, we can't do it. So I know you're going to be a regular on the podcast. Even if you have to call in or whatever you want to do, you're going to be on here a lot. Mm-hmm. You get some cool experiences. 
You know, you don't have to tell me about your dates on what's that Tinder or one of those <laughs> things. You don't have to tell me about that. But but we'll, we'll call in and, and go from there. But so I know you like law enforcement is a huge component in your life. You work at Lee County Sheriff's Office. You used to work at Collier County Sheriff's Office for a little little bit there as a volunteer, I believe. And then that was after your Explorer days. Lee County and Sheriff Marcino, they have been outstanding to you. You tell me about it all the time. Andy Prisco. Andy Prisco. Sheriff Marcino. Um, Beth, Beth Bethshell. Yeah, used, she's awesome who too. used to be my supervisor. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She's great. Um, everybody that I've met there has been wonderful. Um, <clears throat> yeah. What does law enforcement mean to you, though? I mean, right now, as you know, we've had some discussions that law enforcement in general is going through some tough times. I think it's going to probably have its ups and downs, roller coaster. You and I both know it always has its ups and downs. Right, yeah. What does law enforcement mean to you, though? I mean, it's, I think it's part of, your, part of your blood. Well, my grandfather was a lieutenant colonel in the military, um, and my uncle was a Detroit police officer. Um, and they were a big influence in my life. Um, uh, so I don't know if you knew Jim Mansberger. Sergeant Jim Mansberger? I know him very well, yes. Okay. Um, for first explorer advisor I ever had, and I, I love what he said. Don't ever think, because you have a badge, you are above anything. Treat people the way that you would want to be treated. That means a lot. You know? that's, that's like huge. I mean, I mean, there's a time for business, and there's a time to be serious, but treat people the way that you'd want to be treated. And that, and that stuck with me the whole entire time. Do you feel if law enforcement did that 98% of the time, we'd have less issues and problems? I th- that's a tough question. I want to say... I wanna say that I think we have nine. I would say ninety-eight percent of law enforcement officers are doing a wonderful job. Mm-hmm. There's a small and I'm and I'm not. There's a small percentage out there that are pro in doing um, malfeasance, mm-hmm. but don't blame the whole. For that small percentage. Yeah, I think I think that's like in every career field, correct? Don't you don't you think it's with yeah. everybody? I mean, yeah. you Nurse, can't you nurses, can't judge everybody. Nurses, doctors, lawyers. Um, well, lawyers are a totally different. <laughs> lawyers are a totally different story. Sorry, that's on a whole other level, bro. Uh, that's beyond us, right? But yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I hate to see. I hate to see what's happening to to our profession um, because if you could see what I see every day and I get to enjoy every day, I think people would have a different perspective on things. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. So that's that's some really good words, Brandon, and and I like how you dig deep to bring that stuff out, you know, because. You, you see it, I mean, and you feel it, and you, you've got it. Now, we, we know that you're 
probably limited as far as being in a patrol car. And, I, and, and I, you know, and, as well as I do, that I have been in patrol cars and I have been out there with deputies. Yeah, but being I in mean, the back doesn't count. I mean, oh, come on, jail, man. Going to jail doesn't count, <laughs> right? Uh, no, but. But you, but you are, you do get out there, you do get involved, but you know that's, you know, it probably, well, it's probably not going to happen, but you, Never. but you are, but you are so involved and you want to be involved with the law enforcement community and fighting crime. There's so many different ways to do that. And you've, you know, you've been involved in that. How's that feel? Exactly. And that's my team, my teachers back in high school would tell me, you're never going to work in law enforcement. You're never going to do this because... All they saw were cops out on the road. Right. Um, they they saw the the running, the tackling of suspects. There's so much more that people can do if you just give them the opportunity to do those things. People with disabilities. That absolutely. Is. So absolutely, yeah. Because we know that. Probably, I would say probably a good 50% of police work is, pa- is, is paperwork. Is paperwork, if not more. Yeah. And then you got the whole whole intelligent aspect. You got the PIO, public information. I mean, there's crimes being solved every day just because we get information out, pictures, um, descriptions of suspects. You know, that's, that's like huge. So being yeah. a part of that is like a machine. Yeah. And, and I, you know, I have to say, going to work every day is like a dream for me. Yeah, I have to wake up and pinch myself sometimes because I, I go, what am I doing here? Because I shouldn't, you know, I shouldn't be here. So, you know, from what everybody tells me, you know, I, I would never be able to reach this pinnacle in my career, my education, you know, so... Yeah, no. And you're there and it feels good. And there's either yeah. there's even some more levels that you can achieve. Oh yeah. And you're continuing, you know, you're continuing education. I mean, why is it why is it important? We talked a little bit about it before. Why is it important that you go on and get more education? I just want to do more law enforcement. I I have a great job right now, but I think with education comes more not maybe not responsibility. But um, but more exposure to different things and and having having access to to, to different things different different agency do do my agency and other agency opportunities that might come my way. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you have a the operation center up there that. that Awesome, awesome facility. I mean, there might be even a potential to go there someday and, oh, yeah. you know, be solving crimes. And, and the yeah. thing is, is like like I said, you, with the way technology has is, is come, you could really be a crime fighter sitting at a desk. Oh, yeah. And, and I know you've thought about that, for, and, I, and you already kind of... Forensic, di- forensic um, digital forensics um, is a field that I've looked into. It's probably not my bag. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that's an opportunity. Um, there's so many different opportunities out there. Yeah, and it's good that you you look at those and and, and do it. Right. Now, let me ask you this: what would what would you say to somebody out there that's having that has a disability and probably is down and probably feels that there's really no place to go or you know they're having some hardships? You know, what do you say to that person? 
I have my I have my down days because I have a disability myself, you know. But um, and granted, everybody has different disabilities, but you have to be able to look at the limitations that you have and say, how can I better myself? Did you just roll away? I, I, I did. <laughs> you really just, hey, I, I think we even got that on camera. Spastic cerebral palsy, what can I say? I used to, Brandon just rolled away from the table. He kind of looked at me like, stop me. <laughs> so, so, so as I was saying, people, of course, people with disabilities, they have, there's a multitude of challenges out there, but you have to look at those challenges and say, how can I make myself better? How can I make the community better? How can I make humanity better? That's it. I mean, that's it in a nutshell. And I've had some I've had some really good friends along the way. Tim, you're one of them. Um, Jim Mansbrooker. Rocco Marion. Yeah. Uh, in memory, who's no longer, memory who, yeah. who's no longer with us? Um, Lieutenant Nelson. Mm -hmm. um, uh, those those people have built on my on on who I am as a person, and that's it. Well, let me turn that around because you know this is a hero for me and. <laughs> And every time I'm with you, I get a chuckle. We have a good time, a laugh. And I look at you, Brandon, and you you are truly a person that makes life worth living. And I, I see you and I stop and think, like, I get frustrated over the stupid shit in the world. And then I look and I say to myself, look what Brandon does every day and has to, you know, go through. Yeah. Um, just to, just to get up and go, you know. I I mean I make fun of you. I tell you like let's let's throw your sticks in my car. Right? <laughs> you know, it's like let's. I, mean, I, I do like well, the, well, I do well. like the story when the cop came out of your house and said, "Is that your bicycle?" Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like but but I Fort Myers Police Department, by the way, not not Lee County. <laughs> yeah, right. So that guy's gonna make detective real soon. <laughs> is that bicycle? But, is but, that my bicycle when I have cerebral palsy? What the heck? Yeah, oh, you know, you have one with a you know, basket on it or something like that to get around. But you know, you never know. But wait, wait a second, that was Tim's bike. You know, I was just holding. it You just hold it for yeah. Those those are uh, somebody else's pants <laughs> with the cocaine in them. You know that type of thing. But no, you you are a type of person that I look up to, and I know. Just we have fun when we're together, oh, yeah. and, and it's true friendship. And and I really look forward to when we get together. I want you on the podcast a lot. Are you pumped up about oh, this? Uh, Tell me a little bit about this studio. What do you think about it? This studio rocks, man. I wasn't expecting this. I was expecting like some little sound booth for like like the like nineteen what what like nineteen forties nineteen fifties little little sound booth, you know? Yeah. I'm like, what the heck, bro? We're ready to roll in this place, aren't we? I know, right? I mean, yeah. So uh, it, it's it's a great place. But, Brandon, I really want to thank you for coming down uh, to the studio. Will you promise me something that you're going to be on here a lot? I know you wanted to do some of your own podcasting stuff. Oh, yeah. I think your inspiration, your story is huge. We'd like to get it out. Anything that comes up, please, you know, please jump on and let us know. And, I will. and we'll be a, be a part of this. We're 239 Uncensored. 
We, we have like a brew crew. So, you know, you, you can be part of that. We'd love I, to have I you. I am, you know yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, all right. So, all right, Brandon, uh, I'd like to thank you again. 239 Uncensored, everything Southwest Florida and beyond. And, uh, hey, guess what? We're ready to roll. This is going to be a great week. I'm looking forward to it. We, yeah, we are out. out. Please make sure to download and listen to us on Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. And don't forget to like and share on social media. This has been a Studio 239 production. That was fun.